is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I am, of course, Todd, and on the line I've got Eric. Hi, Eric. How you doing? Well, I'm doing fantastic. I hope everyone is well out there at whatever time of day or night or date they are listening to this lovely conversation between you and I. I I I wish the same. Um, so I've I've got I've got I've got something that that's been been something of a of a going concern as of late for me, and I suspect. Um, it's it's similar for you, Eric, knowing how you are and how you operate. Um, and that is basically the the quandary of, darn it, there are just not enough hours in the day. Um, oh. And and by that I mean, um, you and I strike me as 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 pretty active guys, with a lot of interests in in in, in projects and and things that we like to do. Um, in addition to having, you know, jobs and families and, and all sorts of, you know, crazy stuff going on. Um, and just, I guess, just to throw it, throw it into, you know, perspective, like I've got, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of irons in the fire, so to speak. Um, you know, not, not counting, you know, family stuff and work stuff. Like, you know, I, I, I put together this podcast. I'm, I'm trying to get uh, the, the dungeon community college podcast going, I've got, you know, a whole bunch of other, you know, hobbies and interests and sometimes it's hard to decide what to do or, or, or which thing to do or what aspect of which of those to do. Do you find yourself in a similar situation or, or do you actually have your act together? No, I thought you were talking about me this whole time, Todd. I, that's what <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about. So no, uh, the, the problem of, you know, I think one thing you and I both uh, would probably agree on, or we have certain traits of being hobby men, meaning yes. we have hobbies, right? There are right. a lot of people out there that I've found in life that don't necessarily have hobbies and right. or like things that they're super passionate about that have minimal to, I, I wouldn't say they like, they, they don't make a lasting effect on other, other people, but the person doing it is enjoys it. Right. So for instance, my wife does not have a tremendous amount of hobbies or like things that she does that takes up time or, you know, so she sometimes doesn't relate when I just want to sit and do something of, you know, whatever, whatever hobby I'm choosing at the time. And like you said, there's probably tons. Uh, and it depends what, you know, <laughs> what month it is, what, you know, what day it is, what mindset right. I'm in, you know you know, we all have activities and she has activities she likes to do, but for the most part, like dot, you know, hobbies where we're sitting down and, and like really focusing on something. So I don't think everyone has that. And, and you and I both do. So the work life hobby balance, so to speak, is always difficult. And I suffer from very similar, sounds to me, similar situation as you do, where it's like, you have a list of things. What do you do first? How do you prioritize? How do you not go crazy by just throwing work all first or, you know, give yourself a little bit of, you know, I guess it would be considered me time, which is what your hobbies are a lot of the times. Right. 
Right. So what are you what do you find yourself struggling with in general? Like what what are I guess if you had a day off, like how well, does that work for you or, or your week, so to speak? Right. Well, and I guess that and that's that's the thing. Like like uh, I often find myself in this position, you know, on the weekends or especially if it's like a long weekend. It's like, oh, I got a bonus day. I get I, I, I can I can I can finally spend some time doing things, you know, X, Y and Z. But then it seems like, you know, the day comes, and I'm like, crud, which one do I do? Do I do X? Do I do Y? Do I do Z? Oh, crud. I just remembered thing M that I also want to do and, you know, sometimes get distracted doing that stuff. Um, so it's, it's, it's tricky. And I don't necessarily, you know, know that you're going to have the answer or even asking for the answer. I just thought it was, uh, you know, something that we have in common and can chat about, um, and, you know. Maybe some of the listeners can relate. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we're weirdos, um, you know, but. Well, I don't think I don't think it's it's isolated to us. Now, I think we give ourselves these arbitrary uh, goals or um, like, for instance, all anything that we want to do that is hobby related typically has these deadlines that are only set by our ourselves. Like no one else is holding us accountable to, you know making sure that this gets done at a certain time. But at least in my brain, I'm like, I need to do this by this date because this is my timeline. So then it puts this stress or, you know, necessary, I need to cram this in somewhere when sometimes life doesn't dictate that, you know, so that right. is always a stress point for me where, for instance, if you need to do the TPS reports by Friday, you don't have much of a right. choice because, you know, this is how essentially you make money. And or right. if your child has a basketball game at 530, you don't have a choice. You can't just say, well, we're not going to this game or, or right. can you move the game to tomorrow for us? <laughs> right. So, yeah. so time management becomes pretty crucial. And my motivating factor for being good at time management is that if I know when I have to do all these necessary things, then that'll leave space for me to know when I can plan out my hobbies and or things that I enjoy doing. And then right. that gives me a little bit of sanity. And I've learned that it can't be all work, no play, or I'll become very miserable really quickly yeah. because you, I, for what I've always learned is I need some type of outlet. Typically it is some type of creative outlet. Right. And, or, you know, and not always like, you know, making art films or whatever, but like a creative outlet for me would be something as simple as playing in Excel and making, you know, a spreadsheet for whatever, you know, whether right. it be how I can, you know, a new spreadsheet that, you know, use conditional formats to to make sure that when a bill's due on a certain date, it, it goes red, you know, like right. dumb things like that, which I'm not sure everybody and their brother would relate, but that is essentially something that as nerdy and stupid as it sounds, I get enjoyment of just sitting at a computer doing that much well, like somebody that would crochet might like to crochet. Right. Well, and I, and I guess, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I am, again, you're, you're right. I don't think that when most people think of hobbies and, 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 you know, personal fun times, their brains immediately jump to Excel. Um, <laughs> I think I'm one of How the dare them. in that, in that, in that I do because in, you know, here's almost case in point and almost the piece that, uh, made me want to have this conversation this past weekend. 
you know, I've got, I've, you know, I've got st- stuff that I can do, stuff that I should do. Um, uh, you know, I've still got uh, an e- like an episode or two of the podcast that I've got raw audio that I need to, you know, sort of tweak down, um, you know, edit and get ready. I've got uh, a whole host of things um, for for the 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 DCC effort um that i'm working on you're super busy getting together some sort of beverage right now <laughs> oh yeah no i'm sorry there, there needed to be coffee in this day so oh no no normally... that's, that's that's legit it's all good um it, it fits well thematically um <laughs> yeah um you know and you know in addition i've got like you know the laundry to do and this and that and the other thing and you know, a half a dozen other things like like stupid stuff that doesn't mean anything and is really not important and not in and of itself a hobby, but yet stuff that like, ooh, I, these are things I enjoy doing that I haven't done in a while or that I need to get done. Um, like I just got a bunch of expansions for the Imperial Assault board game um, that come with miniatures and a million little cards and stuff that I needed to, you know, sort out into their respective spots. Uh, you know, I've got probably a dozen or two individual comic books that I have acquired and have not yet had a chance to read that I like, Oh, I need to sit and read these. Like I've got all these things to do. Um, what do I end up doing? Sitting in my side of the basement, pulling up a spreadsheet in iTunes to try and put together my, well, gee, if I were going to try and figure out what my, you know, top hundred artists were, uh, what would that look like? And crunching that data in, a, in, I mean, I guess technically I used Google Sheets, but I think the uh, the spirit of the thing is the same. You use spreadsheet, yes. Right. Um, we can all export them as .csvs anytime we want. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I know you and I kind of talked offline about that, and I don't want to get too deep into the woods on that specific project. But, you know, I... I it's not fair to say I lost a day and a half productivity out of that. Um, it was like a day and a half of not doing some of the other stuff that I wanted to do. But don't think that I didn't enjoy just about every minute of trying to figure out how to, you know, shape and in some cases torture that data into the <laughs> into the form that I wanted and needed it. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it served the same purpose. It was It was, strangely enough, considered leisure activity for me. But at the same time, there's all these other things that I didn't didn't do or didn't get a chance to do or, or chose not to do, whatever way you want to look at that. Um, yeah, so it's just, just, you know. Yeah, I what I've learned, because I suffer from very similar situations where, you know, for instance, on a Saturday, I'm like, yes. I'm going to cram out and do some of these to-do items, whether it be a personal website that I'm working on, whether it be, you know, I've been trying to convert, uh, you know, or rename like the home videos on my computer. Like they're no good as IMG underscore whatever. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to rename them and try to figure out. And it's just been like a project that's been going on for years. Um, So these items are things that I want to do, but instead, you know, I'll clean the basement. So I, right. I realize that even though I feel like I'm very good at time management, uh, I'm pretty detail oriented, 
and so forth. I realize I'm not great and there could be ways that I could enhance and become better. So I, you know, I don't know if I've ever told you about this or anybody, if I've ever been on a podcast with you talking about it, but like one of the biggest um, items that I've over the last probably three or four years, one of the most influential items I've had or partaken is a thing called lynda.com. Right. I don't know okay, that we so talked Linda, on the cast. I mean, I'm aware, but please go on. Ooh. All right. Are you hearing that? I, I did. Do you need to take that? Guess what? Guess what? I'm going to take that, and then you're going to play a break, and then we're going to okay. come back right after the break, and I'll tell you all about lynda.com. So, Eric, tell us about lynda.com. Oh, all right. So, Linda, I'm going to keep Lin- the Linda portion uh, a little shorter, and I'll talk about what I found on Linda. So, lynda.com is a subscription training service where you can watch online videos for about anything. And this could be done for web design. Uh, you know, this could be done for video editing, graphic design, uh, business management, whatever. Well, I came across um, a course that talked about time management. And there was really like a playlist of time management tips, right? which were like five-minute five videos. And I, you know, I watch these a lot of times while I'm either, you know, uh, walking on a treadmill or, or just around the house and on my phone and just kind of listen in almost as if it's a podcast. Okay. And I found these five minute tips from a guy named David Crenshaw, which essentially wrote a couple books on time management. And he kept referencing his course, you know, over on lynda.com where you could go and watch like this, you know, two hours worth of videos and broken up into short segments called time management. And, even though I'm like, yeah, I don't need time management. I do really well. I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm organized. I use a calendar, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, you know, what, what the, hey, why not? You know, cause I was just kind of looking for life hacks and that's what these right. five minutes kind of were, you know, like, hey, do this, do this. And he kept referencing stuff and I'm like, all right, let's just go all in. So I watched this course that kind of gave you a better, a systematic approach, like a plan, um, how to address some of these common concerns you and I deal with and almost everybody kind of deals with. And it, and a lot of it comes down to, um, it, it all comes down to time management. We're talking about not being able to do enough things and getting sidetracked and this and that. So I went through this course and it was, um, it was eye opening, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm going all in on this. And it's probably been about a year and a half, maybe you, you maybe two years, where I kind of used his approach of time management. And I'll tell you what, it works and it does wonders. And most importantly, it takes away that feeling of, I just lost the day or I'm, can I get this done? Or, you know, am I spreading myself too thin? And that is more important than almost anything because like, there's no reason to stress over something, you know? And if you kind of go through this process, you, in a sense, you kind of use your calendar to its fullest and you plan out as much on your day as possible, you know, to the point where I plan out, you know, I plan out when I'm taking a shower, you know, in my calendar or at least block it out. And then I just move things around like it's a puzzle, you know, like today, right now I have it that we are doing a podcast like I have it on my calendar. So that way I know that time is blocked. So I can't say, all right, this is a time I'm going to do this or this. And then when it's all said and done, when you have free gaps in time, you know, that's when you can throw in some of these projects saying, oh, I could work on, you know, optimizing, you know, the back end of this email or, you know, system or platform because I have 15 minutes here or half an hour here. Uh, So 
I mean, obviously I can't give you like, you know, the two hours worth of training in a couple minutes, but no, I found having a plan. I know (laughs) I, I found having a plan was super vital and allows me to know like what's, what I'm capable of actually getting done. You know, where you have a list of all these things and you're like, I need to do this, this and this, you know, I've come up with a plan saying, all right, well, I know I'm not going to do it now, but this is on my list to schedule out for next month. And then that helps tremendously. And then I can give realistic expectations to, to anybody, you know, like for instance, I know I can talk to you today on a, a podcast because I knew I had time between this and my appointment or whatever, you know? Cool. 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 Awesome. That's, will, uh, well, I, I mean, check that out. My suggestion. Well, that's, that's, well, I knew he wrote a book, you know, I follow him on, I think Twitter too, or, you know, in, in a nutshell, he, he talks about uh, what I, what I've took away most is this thing called processing. And it's the one thing we don't really do well is that we have all these gathering points. And he's talking about like, if you have something, if you have a piece of paper, a receipt or whatever, where do you put it? Well, you end up with, you know, he makes you go through this exercise where you go through and you have to list everywhere you put stuff. It's considered a gathering point, a drawer, a, your car, you know, um, a, a shelf, you know, uh, a, a stand or whatever. All these things are gathering points. And he kind of has you collaborate and you create like five main gathering points. And that's where you put everything. And and then once during the week or as frequently as you need to, but you plan it out, it's called processing. And you okay. go to these gathering points and you take all the stuff out. And when you take them out, you basically say, what is this? You know, let's say it's a bill. You take right. the gathering point out. It's not saying you have to pay the bill right then and there, but you can schedule in your calendar, pay bills. And then you pro- you put it where it needs to go. And now you live off that calendar and it kind of tells you, you know, all these gathering points together, it tells you when and what you should be doing. So that's very, very basic. But right, right. I mean, you know, it is two hours into, you know, two minutes. No, I gotcha. Yeah, but it it really works. It does work. It sounds ridiculous. But like, you know, you go through this process and it works. And I'm like, wow, now I know when, you know, I'm going to be able to do something. But that is that is what I've come. But I mean, that's not the only time management principle. I think that's out there. You know, yeah. Oh, one, I'm, one. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm asking. What's um? I think what what makes you essentially start a project and then go to another one? Like what? What do you think in your brain like allows that distraction? Because I mean, you're a smart, dude. We're you know we're smart individuals to to an extent. Like, but we all fall for this same thing where it's like like shiny object and boom. What do you think draws it for you? It's- it, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's a combination of things. I think, um, I think part of it is that, uh, I'm just a person who has, you know, a, a pretty wide breadth of interests. There are a lot of things that, that, that I find interesting or exciting or, or that I want to, you know, know more about or do something with. Um, and you know, some of those things are things that I, you know, that I know about and will always be the case. I've always been into computers. I've always enjoyed Star Wars, you know, ever since, you know, high school, I've been into D and D you know, like there are just certain things that, you know, I've all, I'm always into. And if there's a new thing that comes up that kind of fits into one of those categories, I, I get interested in it. it you know, I, I get, I become drawn to, to that thing. Um, and oftentimes, you know, 
whilst I'm doing one of those things, you'll come across something that, you know, sparks another, uh, <laughs> sparks something else, and it kind of branches off like a tree, I guess, is, is kind of how, how I would say, you know, a lot of these things sort of happen. I mean, I think part of it is just, uh, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't want to get into a whole, you know, nature versus nurture sort of a thing, but I kind of feel like you and I kind of come by this honestly um, in that, you know, I remember growing up, you know, mom and dad had, had, you know, the stuff that they do, you know, be it, you know, actual employment or, you know, other work they do. Cause you know, mom was a, mom was a stay at home mom, but that's also a full-time job. Um, and, um, so she was busy doing that stuff, but yet the two of them also always had other stuff that they were doing. You know what I mean? Like mom, mom was crocheting or plastic needle pointing, you know, dad would, would listen to music or play his drums or, you know, whole host of other things. You know what I mean? Like we kind of grew up with hobbies as part of sort of our landscape. You know what I mean? Would you, would you, would you yeah. agree? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, even at and the, so, you know, da- dad was a side hustler because he would be working on TVs, you know, yeah, VCRs, right. right? you know, so that was very prevalent. He'd come home, maybe eat or whatever, listen to music, and then he'd start working on something because it always seemed like there was a living room full of those. So, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so I think I think there's a certain amount of this that's just part of part of me that grew up with this is this is how life works like you do your you do your job you do your work thing and when you're not there's something else you can be doing you know for yourself or or that you you enjoy or whatever you know what i mean like i feel like hobby some level of hobbiness has always been there you know what i mean um yeah and it uh, also happens that i just have a lot of things that i'm interested in doing or, or participating in or, or what have you um and i mean as far as shifting from one to the other why why do i have so many dang projects <laughs> going it's you know some of it some of it's some of its mood some of it i think is seasonal some of it i think probably has to be attributed on some level to a certain level of uh adhd that they uh <laughs> that they've now you know diagnosed me with um and uh you know it's just it's just you know like I said, it's just, it's just, just one of those things. Like I will, will get in the mood to, you know, paint, start painting miniatures. And once I start painting miniatures, I kind of get into that groove and just want to paint minis for, you know, a while until I get to a certain point or some other shiny thing comes along. I'm like, Ooh, I want to start working on this. And then I'll just sort of shift gears. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, this is like, the funny the funny thing is it's, you know, it's very apparent with you and I, when we talk about like how we kind of are victims of this in a sense where, where I'm talking to you and we're talking about our music and I, and I, I begged and pleaded. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, all right, you cannot stop your progress on, you know, X project because we're doing this. Cause I'm like, we know we're, you know, we know that it's very easy to get super into something for a little bit of time and then find something else that like, Ooh, shiny, let's go over there for a little bit. And then the other thing just gets falling behind. 
And then you end up with this list of items to do that's, you know, forever long, where if we just focused on the one thing, you would you would have it done, you know, and kind of put in a routine, which is essentially what I've really focused on even the last year, because I've kind of diagnosed and figured out like, all right, Eric, you really get hardcore into one thing and then you don't get to finish it because something distracts you and then you're you're stuck. So I'm like, nope, this is the month of and I'm doing this. And even as simple as my business, where there's a ton of different things you need to learn and uh, practice. And, you know, I went to the point where I just call it my focus of the month. And that's what I research. And that is what I listen to podcasts on and read articles on and practice. And, you know, like that whole month is what I'm into. And I think if you do that with projects and so forth, you know, you have a way better chance of getting them done, you know? Yeah. Well, that, and that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. And, and I think that's, that's something I can probably do. Cause like November is, you know, national novel writing month. And for the past two, two yeah. Novembers, I'm like, all right, we're shutting down all this other stuff. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to work on my book. Um, pretty much to the exclusion of most other, you know, hobby things. Like, I mean, I still go to work. I still do, you know, <laughs> chores and stuff. But when it comes yeah. to like, okay, I am not painting minis. I am not working on this thing, that thing. I am, you know, I have free time. It is going to be sitting, typing, you know, writing stuff. And that tends to work. And then November ends and I'm like, okay. But I guess, I guess here's, here's the problem there. And I mean, problem is maybe a bit dramatic, but you know, then December comes around. I'm like, all right, cool. I've, I've done, I've done the writing thing. Now I can start looking at other stuff. And then I look and there's like a laundry list of other stuff and it's okay. What do I do now? How do I, and I, and I kind of spiral a bit, but I, I, I guess from what you're saying, you know, maybe pick a another thing and kind of hunker down on it for a while, you know, well, sort of, sort of focus as opposed to just being a scattershot. As I, well, I've I been think, known to be yeah. in the past. Well, when I even work with like clients on stuff and they're talking about, you know, um, how to kind of get all their goals and missions accomplished in terms of content. And you say, well, you got to create a content calendar, you know, like this is what you should be doing and so forth. It's no different than planning out your calendar in your day. But on a, a longer scale, like there's no reason why you couldn't have your next 12 months worth of topics or article, you know, like. For me, I have 12 months worth of topics already selected that like I know for a fact that this month I'm talking about email marketing. Next month, I'm talking about analytics, primarily Google. And, you know, the next month is a website audits and blah, blah, blah. And you go all the way down. So, like, it shouldn't be much different than what your projects are. So, if right. you say – and then I'm not saying and, – and what I've learned is it's not a matter of you only get to work on that project then. It's you get your process in place, and then it's on autopilot. Or at least it's part of a routine and schedule. So, like, for instance, you're not going to uh, stop your Toddcast because it's not Toddcast month. But when you first right. started the Toddcast, you had to do a lot of work to figure out, all right, how do I get it uploaded? I need the graphics. I need this, that, that. Well, you That month was all about the prep work. And now it's on autopilot because you have all the heavy lifting. Now you just have to put the time in uh, and you know how long it takes, how long it takes to record and edit because you've done it enough. So, yeah. You know, yeah. you got to So if you said, all right, November, I work on my on my novel and you're really you do really well at that. 
Now, if you just said, all right, but also January, I'm working on my novel. Now, well, that's you know, yeah, that's something then, I've been thinking is I need to pick because, yeah, writing for one month a year, the, the, the book is not going to get done anytime soon. Yeah. So, well, yeah, and then no. we know you that, that you have and then you have, you know, you have your like you can have a month where you're just like, all right, I'm going to go full out and I'm going to paint minis this month. But I also have the option to like, and that's where you can like paint your whole legion or whatever. And then, but right. you still have the option to paint once, you know, a little bit here and there monthly, but because you want to hammer most of it out. And then, you know, we know we're working on the dungeon community college. Well, you got to do all the work to get it set up and write the content and do all that. That's one month. And then after that, you know, all right, I just need to give, you know, a couple hours a week to new content. And then you kind right. of have it on a flow where the bulk of your work is your main project for that month and then you sprinkle in when you have free time you know these other these other things that you like you know but easier said than done but i think that is still the way because <laughs> yeah. you're you're multitasking entirely too much and it's taking so much energy in your brain even to switch from task to task and then you look at a list you almost become overwhelmed because you're looking at all these great options. You know, it's like a kid in a candy store. Like they don't know what to pick. They know they want them all, but they can't. And then it's almost too overwhelming. And then you just say, all right, well, here's a brand new shiny object. Let me go over here. You know? Well, and I think, and I think that, I think that kind of hits the nail on the head. Cause I mean, I guess (laughs) I don't even have a, like I, there've been times I've thought, you know what? I should just write down here are all the things that I want to do so I can sort of organize and divide and conquer and figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's almost a part of me that doesn't want to do that because, well, shit, if I see it all in one spot, that's going to be, that's, you know, it, that will be overwhelming. Uh, you well, know? I'll tell you, and I'll and tell you that, that, yeah. that is actually, that is actually part of the practice for this the time management. And it's not overwhelming. It's it, it, I'll tell you what it, it, he calls it the perhaps list. And by okay. writing out everything you want to do and having it in a list, and then you start prioritizing what's super important, what's not, when do we need this done and stuff, it actually, like, it's it's a mind erase. Everything that's in your brain, you know that you have all these little things to do. Having it on paper, for some reason, there's a release of stress, knowing that it's there and that you're going to schedule it out when it needs to be done. Clear, clear, supposed- clearing the mental buffers. It, it's ab- and it, I'm telling you, it sounds ridiculous. It absolutely works though. And I do it, I do it quarterly where you go through and you just walk, I walk around the house and I look at stuff and I'm like, all right, I need to do that. And this is simple stuff as in like, I need to put a picture here and I know I have the picture in the basement or, right. you know, out in the porch, I need to, you know, we have to dig up our yard to put a, you know, a drainage system. And I put that in and I'm like, well, when are we going to do that? And like all this stuff weighs on you in your head. But when you put it in writing and say, well, I'll do that in the summer and that's going to take a week. And, you know, and I utilize my calendar and I'll schedule this stuff up. Uh, you know, it sounds super nerdy, but I mean, like I enjoy doing it or at least it helps me. I bet it would help you as well. And I'm not saying yeah. go out and buy a Linda subscription and watch this guy's stuff, but I'm sure there's like minded tools and or I could talk to you offline or online for the matter and not steal this guy's entire thing, but go more detailed <laughs> But I think right. it would work. I, I think it well, would help you and anybody that goes through the similar concept of like, I have all these things to do, don't know when to do them, you know, and or yeah. like it's it's kind of stressful, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to turn this into a you know commercial for Linda, but I, I feel like I've, I've, I've been there before. I don't think that's that terribly pricey. For me, it's free because uh, 
through my yeah. work, they've got some sort of thing where I guess Linda is also LinkedIn learning and there's some sort yeah, of thing where yeah. I get, I get all that trans- stuff free, so. transferred. I, yep. I, I, I will add another thing to my to-do list in watching those in hopes to yeah. help better manage the ever-growing to-do list. And that, that might, that I will might tell helpful. you, but take a break from listening to, uh, one of, um, uh, suggested albums that I'm sending you. Take a break from listening to Journey, or, okay. or whatever I have to send you. Um, honestly, that the course you can download the mobile like app, and you right. can walk and listen to it as if it's a podcast. And you can also do one and a half, two times speed, or so forth. There's very few sections where you actually have to see the guy. And there's okay. some work. There are some workbooks and stuff that I would say yes, do this. But yeah. you can hammer that out, and even just listening to it, you would. Uh, I mean, you'll pick up on some stuff. I think that is a, a good use of your time. Sweet. I like it. So here's, 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 here's one last one for you, since this is turning into a, uh, you know, therapy session for me. Uh, I, I hope you well, have, you know, your, I think your, it's for, your, your pipe and your, your notepad handy. And I, you know, I'm, I'm laying down on the couch here for this. So. Oh, good. One of, one of the other, um, sort of things I have, like, for example, like with the Dungeon Community College, like I've got these big plans. I've got, you know, ideas. I I do have some stuff sort of planned out. The problem is, um, like, I've got all these ideas. I'm like, all right, cool. And, you know, this weekend I'm going to, you know, just lock things off. I'm going to just start recording stuff because I'm kind of almost to that. I'm overthinking it. I'm over planning it. And yeah. I'm trying to get it to perfect before I start. And I've learned mm-hmm. that I, at some point you just, just got to freaking do it, Todd. And you know, if it's, yeah. if it's not great, you can go back later, but it may very well, very, may very well be good enough. You just need to, you know, get up and do it. Um, yeah. And then lo and behold, I get hit with this chest cold and I'm like, I am not going to start recording brand new episodes for a brand new podcast uh, where everyone's introduction to me and my stuff is a whole bunch of sniffles and coughs. Um, and that's kind of derailed me for like a couple of, a couple of weeks going and it's sort of demoralized me and it's kind of like, uh, okay, I guess I'll do something else. And unfortunately, because I'm not working on that, uh, you know, it makes it easier to get distracted by, oh, I don't know. Oh yeah. Putting together top 100 group lists out of, uh, Excel <laughs> due to side conversations with your brother. Um, do you ever have that kind of thing happen and how do you combat that sort of a deal? Um, I think that was probably one of my biggest problems was I would not like, I personally didn't want to put anything out there unless it was perfect or close to, or like I give my stamp of approval, right? What I realized, and probably this is, uh, one of the more important factors is that just because it's not perfect in your, your mind doesn't mean it's not good to others. So like my website by no means is perfect. I, I created, I've had an idea to hand make, do this, all this for my website. Cause I'm like, I'm a web designer. I need the best website ever. Well, what happened was I didn't have time just to sit down and do all this work for it. So it never got done. And finally I was like, you know what? Even if I put out a website that I know that I could do better and it could be better and so forth, as long as it's just as good as the next guys, which sometimes is the case, Or an average person, which my customer would look at it and say, you know what, that's a nice website. Like, I'm not trying to impress the other web designers that do it for a living. I'm really trying to attract, you know, 
customers or so right. have, you know, and that goes for podcasts, that goes for blogs, that goes for anything I start creating. Once I realize that, like, if you overanalyze it, it just doesn't get done. And I'd rather have a bunch of things out there. And even if they're not the greatest, I'd rather have things out there that are done. And there is something that, you know, so for instance, you have a chest cold, but right. probably none of us would know. Like I talk to you frequently, one of the more frequent person that you talk to, and I didn't know you have a chest cold. So like in that case, I probably just recorded them. And if they sounded really bad, then that was first draft, you know, first, you know, and try. And, and that was kind of your test run. And right. at least, you know, it's more polished and, or, you know, do background tasks until that clears up. But what I've learned is honestly, sometimes just doing it. And it's that whole saying, like, uh, what that you ask for forgiveness, not permission. Like okay. if you put, if you put something <laughs> out there and it's not that great, you just, just ask for the, you know, forgiveness and be like, Hey, I understand this wasn't great. We're coming back around and we're doing this or so forth. But then, right. you know, to contradict myself, first impressions are, are rather important. So I understand the delicate right. balance, um, <laughs> you know, so I'm not saying like my whole thing is don't put anything out there. If you, if you personally think it's crap, but if right. you think it is, if you can look at other people's stuff and say, I think this is just as good or on the same level, then I would right. let that stuff hinder, you know, your progression. Cause that is, you know, what has allowed me to even, you know, put out really anything over the years. Cause like I've told you, I write these blogs, but I write them half the time. I don't, I don't have an editor. I don't go through. If it doesn't come up as on Grammarly, you know, as no, right. there's issues. So there's probably typos. And I'm just like, you know what? Yes, this could hurt my brand if, if I accidentally use the word, you know, A instead of an in front of, you know, right. a, a vowel. But whatever, right. you know, like judge me for it. But then also you see, <laughs> oh, Eric's released, Eric's released 40 blogs in the last you know, three months. I don't see anybody else doing that. I'm sorry about his typo, you know, like, right. So that's right. kind of where I'm at with it. And I think that's, you know, maybe helpful. <laughs> it might not be, but no, no, I think no, we overthink no. things a little too much. And sometimes just putting something out and then correcting it as you go and minor tweaking it is a little less uh, cumbersome than saying, oh, I need to create this work of art and release it all at once. And sometimes it's Little piece, little piece, build upon that, and sooner or later you'll have your mansion. We're building it room by room. Good deal. Nope, makes sense. That is my opinion. So um, I will send uh, the bill uh, <laughs> for the therapy session and uh, all the tobacco in this pipe uh, okay. to your residence. Is fair, that fair is enough. that fine? That I, I, but, I don't know that I have a choice. Um, you know, no. So sorry, <laughs> I don't know what you've taken out of it today, but I, I you know, the recommendations are. Um, I guess go find David Crenshaw on uh, LinkedIn learning or Linda or find him in real life. I'm sure he's hovering around some, uh, <laughs> some nice office suite. That wouldn't be awkward at all. Hey, no, you don't know me, all. but I, but my brother was telling me about you on my podcast and uh, we have some talking to do that. That probably wouldn't be jarring or weird for him at all. So yeah, no, I like this plan. I just need to find his address. See, now I have a whole there separate side quest, Eric. You, you've, you've managed to give me another uh, diversion in contrary to, you know, contrast to what we were trying to have happen here. Damn it, Eric, you're part of the problem. Well, <laughs> well, as long as during, when you meet him for two hours, he gives you the entire course in person, then all will be well. Okay, good. That, 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 that seems like that would make it worth it. So good deal. Um, 
so what what now that we've gotten my head shrunk uh any anything on your mind any any topics you anything on this subject you want to uh work out on the other end anything i can help you with sir well you know i think um I think there's definitely time where you can uh, you can smoke your pipe and I can lay down on the couch. But I, I believe that the audience has heard from you and I enough today. <laughs> and I think we'll have to table this one for another day where we can talk about Eric Hersey's time management problems and and struggles in the world. What do you say? Uh, I, yeah, per- perhaps we, we don't want too much of a good thing all in one show. Your, your problem. No. So, well, I have it budgeted um, on my calendar. That will do it another day. Good deal. I like it. Um, and I suspect that we're we're getting to the end of your time budget for today's session. Is, Absolutely. Is, is our, our time coming to an end here? <laughs> our time is coming to an end. I unfortunately, the blue box that was allocated for our hour long conversation is slowly, the red line is slowly going towards the 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 end of the blue box, and that is what Apple calendars shows. So Fair I'll enough. show screenshots. I'll share screenshots <laughs> with everybody. So just oh, go head over awesome. to uh, my my Twitter account at Eric Hersey. You'll see these lovely s- screenshots. Sounds sounds fantastic. And I won't break that promise. And I'm not <laughs> I, crossing my fingers. <laughs> oh, I, I, I absolutely believe that, that 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 will happen. Cool. So we can find you at Eric Hersey on on the Twitters. Yeah, yeah, and Instagram if you want uh, dumb pictures. Nice, nice. Anything else you want to plug before we we sign off? Not today, not today. I'll I'll plug more things on our our next therapy session. Okay, are you are you sure? Because your website's a little tricky to remember. What what was that again? Oh, oh, that ericursey dot com thing. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a tricky one. All right. Well, thank you, Eric. Uh, thank, hey, thank for, you. Thanks for the therapy. Th- thanks for the chat. Um, thanks everybody for listening in. And uh, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.